Hey CEO, I have an important question for you today. Are you running your business or is your business running you? If it's time to get your business in order so you can fully step into your role as a confident, in-control CEO, then I want to invite you to this advanced training series that I'm hosting live on May 20th through May 24th. We're calling it the 90 Day CEO Sustainable Success Series. And over these four days, we're gonna break down our research-backed, client-proven process to help you sustainably scale your business without hustling, without overworking, and without burnout. If you've been winging it in your business, hoping that you'll eventually get caught up and telling everyone in your life that when things calm down, you'll be a real functioning human again, this series is especially for you so that you can reclaim your life as you scale up your business. All you have to do is head over to theceocollective.com slash success and sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Hey there, CEOs, Rachel Cook here, business growth strategist for women entrepreneurs and CEOs. I am so excited because today I have a very, very special announcement. I have been teasing it on my Instagram and on my Facebook. So if you are joining me live today, you are here to hear all about the exciting news, a brand new name for the Uncomplicate Your Business show. But before we dive into that, before I kind of spill the beans on what it is, though I bet some of you have guesses, I wanted to start with a very important question. Could you run your business for the next five or 10 years if it was to stay exactly the same as it is today? Could you run your business or could you be happy running your business if nothing changed for the next five or 10 years? Chances are, (laughs) and in my conversations with lots of women entrepreneurs and CEOs, the answer is no. And here's what I'm hearing from people. Um, A lot of women entrepreneurs especially are stuck in that feast or famine cycle where their business does really well one month and then the next month it is completely fallen off track. Their revenue isn't consistent. They're not seeing consistent clients in their business. And even if you had that, you know, surprise successful month, your first 10K or your first 5K month, and it felt like such a huge victory, like, yes, I'm finally figuring this out, but you haven't been able to repeat that consistently, then the chances are the answer to my question, you know, could you keep running your business this way for the next five or 10 years? Chances are the answer is no. The other things I'm starting to hear from people is they're just super burned out. They're burned out from launch fatigue. They're burned out from all of the hustle, the need to constantly be going out there and finding the next new client. And it just feels like most of their time and energy is spent getting the next new client and the next new client and the next new client. And they never get a chance to really enjoy what it is that they're doing. I'm hearing from so many women right now who are burned out from constantly feeling like every single month it's a new promotion, it's a new launch, and it's so much work, and it's so overwhelming and even defeating when it's not growing as quickly as you hope that it is, um, that it could. So another thing I'm hearing from women right now is they're feeling like they're in this all by themselves. Even though there's all these free Facebook groups out there, especially online, um, there's free communities, there's free networking groups, there's all these places that they can go to try to find community and try to find people to support them. They're still feeling very alone on this journey. 
And what I heard from somebody actually yesterday was so funny. She said, it feels like everyone I'm meeting, this is just a jobby. It's a job that's a hobby. They're not taking this business as seriously as I want to take my business. And that's incredibly frustrating for her. Have you ever heard something like that or felt that? Like you go and you're trying to find your people, you're trying to find your community, and it's full of women who just aren't taking it that seriously. Well, I understand that. I completely understand that. The next piece is, do you feel like you're just working 24-7 and you're hustling, hustling, hustling to try to get your business to that, you know, mythical number where finally everything will figure itself out? I have to share with you, there is no mythical number. Like hitting six figures is great, but it doesn't mean the rest of the other problems in the business are going to magically solve themselves. More growth isn't always the answer to finding sustainability or finding a business that truly works for you instead of you working for it. So if you're feeling burned out and you're feeling, oh my gosh, I am working 24-7 for this business that I thought was going to give me all this freedom and all this flexibility, you're not alone. I'm hearing from so many women right now that they feel like the answer to most of their struggles, the answer to most of their problems is more marketing. Well, if only I can figure out this marketing tip or trick or tactic, if only I could magically um, get Instagram to work and blow up my business, if only I could get Facebook ads to work and blow up my business. And because of that, the hope that more marketing is the answer, they find themselves just chasing the next new marketing tip, trick or tactic, and it's completely overwhelming. So my question to you, again, if you're just joining me that I kicked off this episode with is could you keep running your business as it stands today, as its current iteration for the next five or 10 years? Would that work for you if nothing else changed? Or would you feel like you're still stuck in that feast or famine cycle? Like you're not seeing the freedom and the flexibility you're looking for. Like you're hustling, hustling, hustling. You're constantly launching. You're constantly chasing that next new client. You're constantly chasing the next new marketing tip or trick or tactic that's magically going to solve all the problems, right? Well, I'm here to tell you that all of those challenges, you are not alone. You are so not alone. And if this is where you are stuck, if you are resonating with any of those things, what I want you to know is, what got you here to today's business to the like take a quick mental snapshot of what your business looks like today what got you to this point is not going to get you to where you want to go and i know you hear so often from people you know what got you here won't get you there but if what they're pitching and selling you is that more marketing is the answer or there's you know some magical formula or blueprint i'm here to tell you over a decade in business that is not true There is no magic formula, there is no blueprint, there is no marketing strategy or sales tactic or Instagram hack or Facebook ad secret that is going to solve the problems that I just talked about, the feast or famine, the launch cycle burnout, the constantly hustling for that next new client. Those things might help a little bit, But the only thing that will truly help you get into that next level for your business, and you can see I'm looking down because I made all these notes earlier for myself, but the only thing, honestly, that will make the biggest difference for you is to stop thinking of yourself as a solopreneur and to start thinking of yourself as a CEO of your business. This shift 
is the key to unlocking all of the answers to those problems that we've talked about, all of the things that women entrepreneurs struggle with. And you are not alone in these struggles. When I dig into the research, you know, women-owned businesses make up over 44% of all small business in the United States, but we make up 4% of total revenues. That means that you are not alone. You are not alone in this, that we are not growing at the rate we had hoped. We are not seeing the progress we had hoped. In fact, if we dig into it, only 12% of women entrepreneurs ever break the six-figure mark. So if you already have a six-figure business, you are in the top 12%. Only 3% ever hit the seven-figure mark. That is crazy to me, right? Like that's such a small, small percentage. But here's the number that really blows me away. Over 75% of women entrepreneurs do not generate more than $50,000 a year of gross annual revenue. 75% of women entrepreneurs are not bringing home 50K. They're bringing home a fraction of that. They're only generating top line revenue $50,000 a year year or more in revenue, which explains why I'm hearing these same problems over and over and over again. I'm stuck in the feast or famine cycle. I had a great month. I hit my first 5K month. I hit my first 10K month, and I don't know how to replicate that. I'm hitting launch fatigue and burnout. I'm overwhelmed with constantly hustling and constantly marketing and constantly promoting myself. I just wanted it to be easier. Does that sound familiar to you? So if it does, the biggest shift is all about that mindset from going from solopreneur to CEO, from freelancer to CEO, from one woman show to CEO. And that's why Uncomplicate Your Business, my show that I have hosted for over three years now, is going to be renamed Promote Yourself to CEO. I'm really excited about this name change. And I want to share with you today a little bit of the behind the scenes, what to expect, um, and what we're working on for you. So I found this new name by accident. And if you followed me for a while, you might have even heard me say, promote yourself to CEO a few times. But it didn't really hit me um, until I was going through my friend Michelle Mazur's book, The Three Word Rebellion which I interviewed her on the show, um, I think back in February. It didn't hit me until I was going through this for the second time that Promote Yourself to CEO would be the next iteration of my body of work. And as I looked backwards through my work over the last decade, I realized that this message has been with me since the very beginning. Um, I looked back through all of my content And I was like, you know what? I've been teaching people how to design their week like a CEO since 2011, 2012. That was one of the first tools I ever shared was how to run your week with a model calendar. I launched the Fired Up and Focus Challenge back in 2014. And the very first challenge was go from solopreneur to CEO. And in that first challenge, I shared what I called the five core entrepreneur tasks that every business owner, every micro business owner like us needs to pay attention to. And when I shared that lesson, light bulbs were going off. People were like, oh my gosh, no wonder my business isn't growing. I'm not focused on the CEO level tasks. So I talked about the five core tasks being admin and operations, customer service, client work or client delivery, delivering on the actual services you're selling them, um, business development, and then marketing. 
and making money, marketing and sales. And if you lay those all out, I talk about in that free training, um, which by the way, is the very first episode of this podcast. If you scroll all the way back to episode number one, it was go from solopreneur to CEO. And that podcast started in 2015. Um, but it's all about helping people see like you need to be focused on the right things if you're going to get out of these feast or famine cycles, hustling, 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 burning yourself out mentality. Um, a little bit after that, I started sharing more productivity strategies and more how to work like a CEO, how to think like a CEO. And when I announced my strategy to plan your best week ever, and I shared with everybody my entrepreneur scorecard, a strategy that helps you see, are you working on the $10 an hour tasks, $100 an hour tasks, $1,000 or $10,000 an hour tasks? I started seeing light bulbs go off for people. They're like, no wonder I am stuck. I'm spending my time on non-revenue generating activities on the $10 an hour tasks instead of the $1,000 or the $10,000 an hour activities. So what I have seen looking backwards and looking at my clients is it's not about some marketing tip or trick or tactic. It's not about the latest way to launch your products or programs or service. It's all about how you show up and lead yourself like a CEO. But before you can lead yourself like a CEO, you have to promote yourself to CEO. You actually have to decide you are the CEO of your business and here's what that job description looks like. Now, this is hard for us because chances are nobody has ever given you a job description for a CEO. And because you are the owner of this business, you have to decide what that job description looks like. Now, this is something that has taken me a long time to get to because I will admit I'm pretty dang good at a lot of things. There are things I can do behind the scenes in my business that I really hesitated to give up because I thought, well, I'm really good at that. For a long time, I was working on all the website stuff. You know, I was down the back end, working on WordPress, working on Divi, and I was doing all of that myself. For a long time, um, I play around in Canva. I was like, well, I'm, I'm good enough. Once I have an idea of where I'm going, I can just get on Canva and make all the graphics I need. For a long time, I was editing all my own content, editing all the videos, editing all the audios. And I was like, I can do this. I can figure this out. Why should I get support here? But what I realized is when I really wanted to grow my business, when I really wanted to design a business that did give me that freedom and flexibility that I wanted that allowed me to make more income and create a bigger impact and create more influence in the economy that I want to be able to impact, I realized that I needed to get very clear on what my job description was as a CEO. And for me, that really boils down to three essential things, just three, believe it or not. And if I'm not operating in these three, most of the time, I know I'm not doing my job as the CEO of my business. So I want to share these with you and I encourage you to think about what are your essential three? What are your top three things that is in your job description as the CEO? Now, as a CEO, of course, your job is to set the vision for the company, to decide where you're going, to really map out your overall big picture of where the business is going. Because if you don't have that big picture, if you don't have a clear vision, then it's going to be nearly impossible to ever build systems, to hire support, to streamline, to make a more efficient business. It's never going to happen if you're not crystal clear on what the business is going to look like. But once you've charted that path, 
You know, once you've sat down and done that, then we need to talk about what is your job description day to day? Your regular, each, every week, what does that job description look like? For me, the essential three, these are the highest value activities I can ever give to my business are my content, my clients, and connecting with other entrepreneurs. These are the highest three revenue-generating, value-adding task areas I can ever provide to my business. So what does that look like? If you've ever heard me talk about my model calendar and you've watched me evolve it over the years, you've probably seen that as my business model has shifted, I spend a lot of time creating content. I not only create the show each and every week, and we've gone from one show a week to two shows a week, um, but I'm always creating content for social media or working with my team to create content for social media. I'm working on free content going out to my newsletter list. I'm working on paid content for my clients. I'm always looking at if there was something I shared with my clients that I can turn into a resource, a guide, a checklist, something that would make it easier for them to go implement. That is content that I'm creating. I'm also creating free content when I'm going out there and sharing my message outside of my immediate community. When I'm guest teaching for someone else's community, when I'm speaking on a stage, when I'm getting interviewed, when I'm writing a post for someone else's blog or writing an article for someone else's blog, all of that is creating content and also writing books. I am now working on my third book. Um, I have written two books in the past, Fired Up and Focused, I believe got published in 2015. Your Business Sweet Spot got published in 2016. And I took a little bit of a break. And now once this message kind of hit me, I was like, this is the next book. This is what I'm meant to write. And the name of that will also be Promote Yourself to CEO. So I'm really excited to share with you guys behind the scenes as I'm working on that book this summer. So that's one of my most essential areas in my job description as CEO of this business of, you know, Rachel Cook, (laughs) business of Rachel Cook. Content is one of the biggest things. The next is clients. And for me, this is so important. And I think it just speaks a lot to what my values are as someone running this business is I believe in putting people first in your business. And there's a lot of businesses out there who maybe have a similar business model to mine who I do not feel like they put business, they put people first. I feel like they put profits first and they treat a lot of people just like a number. It is something I will be talking about more because it is such a problem in this industry, but I think there is going to be a market correction because people are tired of being treated as just a number, as just someone that paid them once for a course or a program or an event, and they never actually got what they were looking for out of it. So for me, spending time with my clients is one of the highest values activities I can do. And that means consistently showing up for people in my paid offers, working more closely, more hands-on with my CEO accelerators, connecting people and bringing them together in a room of other amazing women CEOs at the CEO retreat. That is a huge part of my job and my focus is just checking in on my clients, working hands-on with my clients, helping make sure that they're getting the absolute most um, from any level, any stage of working with me. And that also means making sure that we're designing a customer experience that really makes a difference for people. Um, Because taking care of my clients doesn't have to be just me, right? It can also mean designing a customer experience that my team can support me with 
designing a journey that will help make sure that they get the support they need, that helps make sure they get exactly what they need as they go through our programs. So that's all wrapped up into my focus on my clients. Now, the final thing that is in my top priority is we talked about content, we talked about clients. The next thing is connections. And this is something that as an introvert, you might be surprised um, to hear me say this because you probably know by now I am super introverted. Like I looked at my husband today and said, I don't think I've left the house since Sunday. It is now Wednesday. So I am totally happy in my home office, in my little comfortable entrepreneurial cave and just kind of doing my thing. But I also know that business grows at the speed of relationships. And every time I choose the courage to go out there and connect with people over the comfort of staying in my little bubble, my business grows and I get more opportunities to share my message. So every time I say yes to attending an event, every time I say yes to um, meeting somebody for lunch, every time I say yes to having a Skype date to get to know somebody, that might not pay off right away, but over the years has built an amazing network of people who are there to support me and cheer me on and who I can also support and cheer on. So over the next few months in the um, in the Promote Yourself to CEO show, I'm going to be sharing some of those connections with you. I'm going to be sharing some of the people who have been behind the scenes um, with me and my business, who have been cheering me on, who've been my go-to business BFFs, who have been my mentors, who have been my support system because I don't do this alone. And I take that connection very seriously. So I'd love to hear like, what are your top three essential tasks in your job description as a CEO? If it's more than that, chances are you're not going to stay very focused on where you provide the best and the highest value to your business and to your community. So it's really important to decide if you're promoting yourself to CEO, you got to decide what that looks like. You got to write that job description. And we're going to be talking more about that in the coming weeks and months inside of the show. Okay, what else did I want to share with you? I wanted to share with you what to expect on the show. So the show is still going to have a lot of the great content you have been you know, coming for that you've been listening to, we're still going to talk about how to work like a CEO, how to stay productive, how to make sure you're focused on the highest value tasks you can put into your business. How are you investing your time and your energy and yes, your money into your business? Because we want to make sure that all of those resources, you're getting an incredible ROI. If you're not getting an incredible ROI on your time, your energy and your money invested into your business, then we need to really have a come to Jesus talk about what needs to change and what needs to shift. We're going to talk about sustainability. This is so critically important to me because the burnout rate is incredibly high, especially for women, especially for women. I am not alone in being the mom of small children. I know most of the women in my audience, probably a solid 80% are also moms. Um, Maybe not all of little, little kids, but I hear from women all the time who are like, it is so refreshing to hear from you as a mom who doesn't, you know, prioritize work over all of the family stuff. No, I know if you are a parent, you want more time with them. I get that. So we're going to talk about that. You also might be struggling with other challenges. Like I have plenty of women who come to me who maybe their kids are grown or they're not, you know, that's not their stage of life, but now they're dealing with aging parents And I understand that too. I have a fully disabled mom. She's been disabled since I was four years old. And so I know what it's like 
to reach out to my family and offer respite for a week or two for a disabled mother. I know what it's like to have to care um, for that aging parent and to have to be thinking about, well, what if something happens? I need to be available to go help out with my mom. So I understand that squeeze that women are especially feeling, that squeeze between raising a family and taking care of an aging family. That's why the sustainability piece is so critically important. Because if you're already running a business and trying to be that person for your family, at some point, things will break if we don't build sustainable systems so that you can also take care of you. And as the CEO, you are the highest, most valuable asset in your business. You are the MVP of your business. And if you can't protect the asset and make sure that you're not going to burn out then this whole thing could fall apart like a deck of cards, like a house of cards really, really quickly. We're going to talk about how to scale with sanity. Um, I hear so much, honestly, garbage, BS out in the marketplace about having a breakthrough year where you're going to 5x or 10x your business. And when you really get under the hood of those businesses, you come to find out very quickly that it wasn't just a breakthrough year. It was 10 years leading to that breakthrough year. And I think this is causing a lot of frustration and a lot of women who feel like I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not meant to grow this business. I'm not meant to operate at that level. And that is just not true. You can grow your business. You can scale your business with sanity without sacrificing yourself, your time with your family, your health, your mental health, your well-being, you can scale with sanity. And we're going to be talking about how to do that. We're going to also be talking a lot more about how to not do this alone. CEOs don't do this alone. They don't operate. You cannot operate at this level by yourself. And I think this is the greatest myth that is out there, especially because there's a lot of you know, glorification of being a solopreneur and a side hustler. And, you know, I'm a self-made woman. I'm here to tell you that the biggest conversations I have with my own peers, especially when I was growing from that, you know, high five figures, hitting the six figure mark the first time, trying to grow that was about not doing it by myself. It was about how do I get support? Because I can't carry this load on my own. And if I'm really going to make the impact I want to make, I have to learn how to lead other people. I have to learn how to find the right people. I have to learn how to lead myself so I don't become the bottleneck that gets in their way. And I'll have to tell you, that's an ongoing conversation I have with my team. I'm regularly the bottleneck. So that's what we're going to be talking about in the Promote Yourself to CEO show. First episode will drop next week. Um, I'm really excited. I'll also be doing a series on the show called The CEO Confessions, where I'll be interviewing other amazing women entrepreneurs and CEOs about the tough times of growing their business, the tough times behind the scenes, the stories that we don't talk about. We're going to be talking about them and sharing their confessions, the things that they wish someone would have told them so that you know you're not alone in some of these harder times of being an entrepreneur. Um, the final thing that I wanted to share, and the book is also going to cover a lot of these, a lot of these topics, right? The book is all about how to promote yourself to CEO. And I'll be sharing behind the scenes of what that looks like. So if you're not following me on Instagram, especially, I'm at rachel.cook. Follow me on Instagram because I will be sharing some of the behind the scenes of writing the book. Um, I've already started and it's going to be awesome. I'm, if I can say so myself, it's going to be amazing. And I really think it'll be a guide for 
more women who are trying to figure out what does this new role look like? Going from being the solopreneur, the one woman show, the one who does all the things to really getting crystal clear on your highest and best value to your business. That's going to be a game changer for so many of you. And the final thing, the final big announcement I want to share with you um, is we are creating a brand new product and we are going to be sharing it behind the scenes as we are designing it and getting ready to roll it out. And I'm sharing it with you now because in a few months we're going to be looking for beta testers. So this is not an info product. This is not a course. This is not a training. This is not an event. It will be a physical product, a print planner. If you've attended a CEO retreat with me, um, you know that we've refined our process to help you design your 90 day plan to help you figure out how you're going to overcome some of these challenges we've talked about. And what started as literally just a workbook and Google Docs became this beautiful planner. And I started having more and more people say, can I just buy the planner? <laughs> Could I just buy the planner? And not only were they planning their 90 days, they were printing out multiple copies of the plan your best week ever planning template that I've created, um, which I don't even have the printable versions in here. This is just, they go download it and print it off their own home printer, you know, and fill this out to help them plan their weeks and then stay accountable to their weeks and track to make sure that they are meeting their goal entrepreneur score at the end of the week. And this process has been so transformational for women attending the CEO retreat. Um, the women who are in my CEO accelerator, my private mastermind, they actually take pictures of their weekly scorecard and send it to me each and every week. I know what they've been working on. Have they been focused on the highest and best value areas of, you know, that are part of their job description as CEO and have they hit their score and the, amazing transformations we're seeing is just mind blowing. So we are in the process of turning this into a print 90 day planner with a full, you know, what is that? 13 weeks planning template in the back. And we're working on that. That's something coming up. But before I finalize any decisions, because if you've ever worked with a designer for something like a print piece, a print, um, planner, workbook, whatever. It's very expensive to have them design it. And I don't want to have them design it only to change things. So we're going to do some beta tests using a Google Doc version, using an easy to print out version. And I'll be making an announcement for that probably in the next month or two um, for anyone who wants to be a beta tester for the CEO planner. Um, and then we'll be announcing pre-orders for that probably as we head towards fall. So I'm really, really excited about all of these things. I hope you're excited. If you've been following me for a while, I hope you're thinking to yourself, this makes so much sense because the through line is there in my entire body of work so far. Um, if you are new to me, I hope you're excited because as far as I can tell, there's really no one else talking about things like this for women entrepreneurs. So just to recap, just a quick, you know, people are jumping on now and I know we're going to publish this on the podcast. My husband, Jameson, who edits the podcast is going to be taking this and publishing it within 24 hours so that it, the announcement goes out tomorrow. But Uncomplicate Your Business is now Promote Yourself to CEO. We're really excited. Starting next week, there's going to be some all new content on the show. If you want to make sure that you get all that content, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you go over there and subscribe right now, um, or if you're already subscribed to Uncomplicate Your Business, you don't have to do a thing. We're just renaming it. 
you will continue to get it. You'll see a new image go up um, by tomorrow morning. You'll see the new name go out by tomorrow morning and you will start getting those auto- those new shows automatically. If you're brand new and you wanna make sure you don't miss a show, head over to, it's not called iTunes anymore, is it? It's called Apple Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. I'm pretty sure you can find it on a couple other podcast apps, but I think those are the two most popular ones. Um, and go ahead and subscribe. And if you've loved the show and you want to help us get this message out to more people, I would really, really appreciate a review of the show. We are at, I think, over 200 episodes so far um, since launching the show. And even with the new direction, I still want to make sure I'm continuing to remember to ask you guys to share podcast reviews for us. As my friend Tara Newman says, um, reviews are podcast currency. It takes a lot of time and energy to produce two shows a week for you. So if you like it, please make sure you're leaving a review so that I can get the content out to more and more amazing women entrepreneurs. I am on a mission, you guys. As you can tell, I am fired up. I am ready to eradicate poverty for women entrepreneurs. The fact that 75% of women entrepreneurs aren't grossing more than 50K a year in revenue, it makes me mad. It makes me so incredibly frustrated because I know that the change we all wanna see in the world, we can be such a massive part of that when we have the resources, when we have the platforms that can help us make that happen. So that's what I'm here to help you do is for you to promote yourself to CEO, continue growing your business in a way that's sane, in a way that's sustainable, and make sure that you're able to make the impact you really want to make. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited. I hope you are too. And I will catch you next week with the very first CEO confession um, on the Promote Yourself to CEO podcast. Take care, guys. Bye.